Welcome to episode 164 of the X-Files Retrospective Podcast, released through Bureau 42. I'm your host, Blaine Dowler. This time around, we're looking at On a Me, Season 7, Episode 15. The original air date is March 19th, 2000. The action predominantly takes place in Virginia and Maryland and a couple other places. There's a bit of a road trip involved. And the IMDb user score is an 8.3 out of 10. Now, notable credits here include William B. Davis as one of the writers, along with Chris Carter, and director Rob Bowman. The story kicks off with a family of what they call the Christian scientists, the ones who will not get their son treatment for his cancer, leaving it up to God to cure him. Why they have problems with medical technology, but have no problems with, you know, electricity, cars, that I don't understand, but it is an accurate representation of people in the real world, so that's not the fault of the X-Files. The boy is visited by four people who come out of a glowing light in the middle of the night that he considers to be angels, and he seems to be miraculously cured. Leaks about this and information about it are sent to both Mulder and Scully to get them involved, and when Scully's there, she is approached by the cigarette-smoking man who takes credit for the cure, which Scully believes because she sees evidence of the chip in the back of his neck, like the one in the back of her neck that cured her cancer. Then cigarette-smoking man offers Scully some technology not just to cure cancer, but to cure all human disease, on the condition that Mulder not know about it, because he claims that he is dying and wants to make amends for some of the things he's done. Now, this is a much bigger turning point in this series than I thought when I originally watched it back in March of 2000. It was inspired by William B. Davis himself, who noted coming out of season six that in all these years, almost all of his scenes were with David Duchovny, and he had very few with Gillian Anderson. So he wanted to spend some time with her. They were opening it up to let all the cast write more episodes this season. David Duchovny had already done so back in Season 5 with The Unnatural. And we will see more written by Duchovny and Gillian Anderson later this season. But that's what sparked it. Even though he didn't know it at the time, he did end up having a scene with Gillian Anderson earlier in this season. It is a nice episode. We see a lot with Mulder and his dedication to finding Scully. We get some good moments with the lone gunman. We get some excellent moments with Scully where she realizes the potential benefits of this are so huge she can't dismiss it out of hand. But she's recording all the conversations, trying to mail the tapes to Mulder, not knowing that they're being watched and followed and the tapes are not going to reach him. And it's later revealed that Cigarette Smoking Man is using her because he or one of his agents had hacked into her laptop to use her email account, deleted local copies of email correspondence with someone inside DARPA to get access to this information. So his motives are very much in question, and that's spelled out right in the title. Enemy is French for in friendship, but it also sounds like enemy in English. So that's exactly what William B. Davis is going for. There's also a moment we didn't see. There's a point where Cigarette Smoking Man is driving on the road trip, Scully's in the passenger seat, 
We next see her passed out, and then she wakes up the next morning on a bed. Wonder what's happening, saying she's been drugged, and he's claiming, no, no, you just went to sleep. We're going to stick a pin in that, because the series is going to come back to that scene later. Another notable element of this episode is that this is actually Rob Bowman's last episode directing The X-Files. After directing 34 episodes and the movie, he felt he had nothing more to contribute to the show, but wanted to keep going and directing movies in general, and Reign of Fire in particular. As for the science in this one, well, a panchea cure for all human disease is not something that has any precedent. It's been proposed, but we don't currently have any science that can do it. In this case, the claim is that it's coming from a much more technologically advanced race rather than humanity. So if the chip is not the cure itself, but more a staging point for nanotechnology too small for us to detect, then I'm going to say it's not totally outside the realm of possibility that at some point in the future, with enough technical advances, we can produce something similar. So that's all we have to say about Anami. Join us in two weeks' time when we discuss Chimera. Thank you for listening. <laughs>